0: Welcome to the Lafkate podcast. Lafkate is a seasoned teacher of the Word of God, an author and pastor of Vision Impact Church, a thriving church in Ghana. And now, today's message. The second thing I want us to see is the end of the sinner, which is the fire. Now, in the passage we are reading, there was no mention of fire. But in the verse 20, God said to the rich fool, You fool, this very night your life will be demanded from you. Judgment has been passed. The matter hits the bench. Your life is taken from you. When that life is taken, let us see where that life will be. The life of the sinner who is without God. Because they are not rich toward God. The Bible says in Revelation chapter 20 verse 14 to 15, Then death and hate were thrown into the lake of fire. The lake of fire is the second death. Anyone whose name was not found written in the book of life was thrown into the lake of fire. That is the end of the sinner. I'm not talking about an ordinary fire. Many of us walk through life and we sing the tune, Let Me Die and Go and Rest. There is no rest for you and I if we are purpose toward God, if we are not on the way to prosperity, which has its foundation in knowing Christ Jesus as our Lord and Savior. You will die, I will die, we will be buried but the soul will face judgment. When God hits the bench and says, you will die today, I'm taking your life, that life will stand in judgment. And we have noticed that the Bible says, death and hate will be thrown into eternal fire. Anyone whose name is not in the book of life will be in that fire forever. It is not a place of rest, because according to the book of Mark, chapter 10, and verse 47 through to 49, the Bible says it is better to enter the kingdom of God without any of the members of our bodies than to have them and enter into hell. This is the description of hell it says, Where the worms that eat them do not die, and the fire is not quenched. My friend, I want you to listen carefully. Whatever God says since the creation of his world is true. He is not a man that he should lie, nor the son of man that he should change his mind. Whatever he says is yea and amen. It is established forever. God who created us, Is saying, if you do not know him, you are not on the way to prosperity. Remember, when we started this broadcast, we said the way to prosperity is the way to Christ. He said, I am the way. The way to Christ is the way to heaven. The presence of God in eternal rest, in eternal bliss, in eternal joy. Where there will be no more toil, there will be no more tears, there will be no more pain, there will be no more sickness and disease and poverty and lack of any form. That is true prosperity. And that is why the Bible itself says, seek first that kingdom where everything is blissful. And whilst you are on earth, everything you need on this earth then becomes meaningful. When you are rich towards God, you cease to become a pauper. That is true prosperity. But when we are not rich towards God, it means we are dead, we are sinners, and our end is that hell fire which never ceases. That fire will burn forever and... Every sinner who rejects God and their names is not in the book of life will burn in that fire forever. The Bible says their worms will never die. Imagine yourself. You will be buried on earth. The best coffin will be bought. I heard a story of a man in one of these sub-Saharan African nations who bought his own tomb. And fixed an air condition in the tomb. And bought the best casket before he was buried. And had a system that would keep the tomb cool. You can be in the freezer in the tomb. But your soul will be burning in hell. And whilst your soul is burning in the eternal fire it will be ceaseless and worms will be eating you up and yet you are not dying. That was the place where the one other rich man was and he was thirsty for water and he needed just a drop of water on his tongue because there is no water there. This is the place, the end of every sinner. Church, we ought to see this end and know that we also were on the way search an end before Christ Jesus came to save us we ought to see this end and warn the sinner and that is why in the same passage Jesus started by teaching the people do not be afraid of what will happen to your body on earth but be afraid of the one who, who can raise his mattock hit the bench and you will pass into eternal destruction The man in the story was looking at what good things he can have on earth. That is why Mark recorded that it is better we lose our eyes, our limbs, our legs. Whatever it is, we lose them on this earth so that we do not suffer eternal destruction in hell. My brother, my sister, that is not the end God wishes for you. He says in Ezekiel, the soul that sins will die. But in the same Ezekiel, he said he does not wish that any should perish. He wants you to prosper, as we saw in 3 John, and be in good health. That is his end for you. But for you as a child of God who listen to me now, God is looking for people who will go and compel others to come in and when you see the end of the sinner as the fire then we as a church this is not the time for men and women of God to preach messages it's good to preach encouraging messages to let people know they will prosper they will get visas they will go abroad they will have great things happen to them they will have the favor of God yes it is good but we must not forget the main mission of the church To call sinners unto salvation. To let them know that their end without Christ is eternal damnation. This is the time as we see the state of the sinner, the fire. We should shed tears, the third thing. When Jesus stood at the tomb of Lazarus, when he saw the mourners, and felt the pain of the death of Lazarus. The Bible says in John chapter 11 and verse 35. And Jesus wept. God weeps for the sinner. And that should be our cry. Our cry for our families. God said he's looking for someone who will stand in the garb. Stand in the garb for the sinners of the world. Stand in the garb for those who are rejecting and rebelling against the gospel stand in the garb for those who do not want anything to do with the gospel. God is looking for people who will not just cry, but intercede, but pray. As in the story I said, it was just a parable that a lecturer said, but it holds true. That many a pastor today can mount up huge platforms, can have so many thousands of people in their church. But beware, my friend, if you are not rich toward God, if you are not on the way to prosperity, even as a pastor, you can come back to Christ. Billy Graham in one of the Amsterdam conferences recorded that many pastors and evangelists gave their lives to Christ. It's not too late. For you to give your life to Christ. My friend who is so busy running and going and coming and amassing wealth. My friend who is into the occult. Doing all kinds of things so that you will be successful in the eyes of men. God wants to give you that success. Church, the important thing is to turn your eyes. And look at what God is saying. And begin to cry for a world That is heading towards destruction for souls that are ending towards eternal damnation in hell and begin to shed tears. As in the story where the big time pastor said, Jesus, I should get the greatest crown. And Jesus said, no, this old woman is the one who prayed everybody unto salvation. This is the time for us to kneel down and shed tears. This is the time for us to cry on behalf of our family members, of our children, of our nieces and cousins, of our nation. We need to intercede for our politicians. We need to intercede that the fear of God will increase in the hearts of men, that our nation will be exalted because of righteousness. Finally, somebody must begin to run. As you hear me preach this gospel. I said already that God does not want the end of the sinner to be destruction. And as I end this message today, I want you to know that there is no time. Time is running against us. From warning people and stopping them at the gates of hell. And bringing them into heaven. Into salvation. Time is running out. Do you know that according to researchers... Every second, two people die. Every minute, 102 people die. It means right now that I'm speaking, two people are dead now. Just now. 6,098 people die in an hour. 146,347 die every day. And 53.4 million people die every day. Every year, this is a research, and this is just averages, assumptions. but my friend, you ought to know that I can die now, as I spoke there now, and you may die right now, but many a people are dying, and no one is stopping them from entering hell. But my friend, if you are listening to me, this is an opportunity for you. To go on the way of prosperity into eternal life in heaven with God. You must not go into hell. And that is why I'm speaking this message to you. Today, right now. Don't be too busy. You may be in your office. You may be working in an oil company. You may be doing your own business and be very rich. It's possible you don't even have a home and you don't know what to eat. Whichever place you are at, you are wanting things and wanting things and wanting things. What you need to prosper really is Christ. I heard a story of a surgeon who was on his way because he had an emergency call that a young boy was dying of a heart attack. He alone could do the surgery and he was speeding to go and save the boy. But at a traffic light where he stopped, a carjacker, Hijacked his car. Therefore, he delayed a bit in getting the taxi and getting to the hospital. When he got there, it was a fraction too late. The boy had died. He went to see the parents to console them and realized that the very man who hijacked his car was the father of the son. This is the import of the story. The father was in too much of a hurry to go and see his dying son. he did not have transportation. In his desperation, he had to hijack someone's car. He did not know that the very doctor who could save his son, that was the doctor whose car he was hijacking. Many of us today are too busy stealing from God. The very God who could save us. We are too busy ignoring him. We are too busy kicking against him. We are too busy rebelling against him. At the end we are rejecting the physician of our lives. At the end, we are hurting the savior of our lives. But my friend, I came to tell you today, it's not too late. I was once a sinner, like Paul, who said in 1 Timothy chapter 1 and verse 16, that he was the worst of sinners. I was the worst of sinners, yet I found pardon. Don't be among the many people who are dying right this moment but they are not on the way to true prosperity you can find christ today i want to pray with you say after me lord jesus indeed i am a sinner i cannot help myself but i have run to you for help be my lord please be my savior cleanse me with your blood and make me whole in jesus name god bless you for listening to this message Make sure to subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every week. Until next time, remember Jesus came that you may have and enjoy life and have it in abundance to the full till it overflows.